Hey, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Geek Versus Podcast. This is a nerd's eye view of pop culture. And the show's proud partner of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Y'all seen that new Sonic? Y'all see that BS? You know, we try to, I try to keep it clean on the show, man, but that BS that they tried to put out as a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Come on, man. Well, come on. What were y'all doing? What were y'all doing? Well, Betty synced it. Betty synced it and she did not like it. And she's going to tell you how she feels about it. I mean, come on. Yo, yo, hey, what? Like, who they, who they trying to, who they trying to, to pass that on to? I mean, come on. We'll have a picture on the cover art, but if you haven't seen it, go look it up. Even if you've never seen Sonic the Hedgehog, you know it ain't supposed to look like that. You know it ain't supposed to look like that. But I'll let Betty. But I'll let. But I'll let Betty tell you more about that. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like the show, you can subscribe to Geek Versus in your favorite podcast app. Or you can support us on patreon.com backslash G-E-E-K-V-S. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope. I mean, for real, though. Like, somebody got paid a lot of money to come up. All right. You know what? Hope you enjoy the show. I have tried to record this episode about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer three different times. This is the third time. The first time, I didn't like it. My episode, I mean. The second time, I lost it. Sorry, I just got very loud there. And here we are again. Everyone, how are you? Uh, you weren't here last time, but I, it's just me, Betty. We're talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer because it's just a nightmare. It's just a, it's just a nightmare. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but oh, Jason Marsden. Yes, honey. Ooh, ooh, is that a little? Familiar noise? Is that like a little, what do you call it? A ring? <laughs> You're so funny, Mark. That is, yeah, that is the trailer. We haven't got to the part of the trailer where Gangster's Paradise begins to play non-ironically. Realize that a lot of people don't realize the way that trailers are made, so I thought it might be interesting to kind of shed some light on that. Uh, so first of all, I want to talk about the trailer. The trailer is bafflingly strange, but I, I mean, can we say that it was any stranger than we thought it was going to be when we saw this deformed, odd, creepy subway cosplay of Sanic? Should we really all be that shocked? I mean, look at him. Look at this. He's terrifying. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't really want any more of the little hands. Like, he's got these little little hands in there, and they gave him little person fingers. Little, little tiny person fingers, like. But also, they're, like, mixed with uh, hedgehog. But 
he is in no way a hedgehog. He's just a weird cosplay demon with bad Dragon Ball Z hair. And here's what I'm saying. Yeah, all of this stuff is really negative. But this movie actually might end up being really good. And that's what's crazy is that this movie might be good in a way that is like it's so bad that it's good. Um, sort of in the way that a movie like The Room is to people. Well, The Room is different because that is trash cinema and that is a whole other thing. That is like, that is choice weird stuff. You have to be super into weird crap to really enjoy something like The Room. Um, but one thing that's interesting about this movie, The Room, is that it is completely unpredictable and that ends up becoming entertaining because as it tries to desperately make a good film, a good script, these baffling, strange things that the person that wrote this, Tommy Wiseau, thinks is normal is what makes it so brilliant. Like, he doesn't... He says now that he thinks it's a comedy, but it it was not intended to be a comedy, but it it was viewed as a comedy. Um, Another example is... This is a really hyper-specific example, but Daniel and I have seen all of the Twilight movies in theaters, and I am not ashamed of that because those movies are very entertaining because they are a special kind of bad to where Daniel and I just sit there and talk throughout the entire film. Now, we just so y'all know, we did go to the Dollar Theater. We weren't going to, like, a nice place. This was, like, a Dollar Theater. Nobody's there, but... Those those are some of my favorite memories of hanging out with uh, Daniel is going to those Twilight movies. Just count on them being so bad. But Twilight, to me, got worse the better that the movies got. So when the first film came out, it was uh, just ugh, joyously god-awfully bad. Like... Just the faces that they would make at each other and the weird breathing that they would do. It just, I don't know, something about it just really tickled Daniel and I. And so we just would laugh our butts off. But the more that the movies, like, became well known, the more criticism that was thrust upon the film, the more that they tried to shape and mold it into, and they were also trying to mold it into this huge series. But when you get to, like, the end of the films... A lot of people will tell you, oh, yeah, the last one, the last two were not that bad. But to me, they're the worst ones because they're the most middle ground. They're so middle ground, safe, like passable that they end up becoming boring, um, uninteresting and just kind of. It just isn't as fun anymore. If they're not giving into those really weird characteristics and making those dumb faces and using logic that makes no sense and, like, just wearing really bad makeup and, like, bad costumes and bad wigs, and it just isn't fun for me anymore. It's not fun. And I'm worried about that with something. Or I'm not worried about it, but that can always happen with some of these films. Like, uh, for instance, another example is uh, Power Rangers, to me, was not bad. It was kind of passable, but I was expecting about middle of the road sort of bad, but it was more middle of the road, hey, okay, and it has a pretty good message. Um, Just kind of passable, but still really entertaining, and there were some really like cute um 
like sort of really sweet, beautiful moments that were in this film that 100% should not have worked, but does in kind of a weird or not in a weird, but sort of a generic after school special way. Not special. What's the word I'm looking for? Like the, that feeling of I've just come home from school and I'm just going to turn the TV on and there's a movie on and it's not so bad. That's kind of how I feel about Power Rangers. Uh, so with Sonic, Sonic has the potential to just lean really hard into being really freaking horrible. And if it goes wild, like if it just kind of throws caution to the wind and starts bouncing around with, you know, Jim Carrey and his sexy mustache. And I'm sorry, that's probably, <laughs> yeah, that little thirsty there. Sorry, everyone. Um, and if, and he just is like, doing his thing then i'm gonna be straight like if they let jim carrey just be crazy over the top jim carrey like if this gets to master of disguise levels of bad then i will be freaking happy but if it actually tries to be like a good passable movie it's gonna suck it's gonna suck it's either gonna suck or it's gonna be forgettable and blend in with literally all of these other boring ass little blockbusters that come out and there are too many damn movies that come out now with way too much money behind them made by all the same damn studios for me to give about or remember enough about any of these damn something like this sonic like or pac-man or pixels or oh i don't know jurassic world like they're all they're all so boring because they don't do anything they try to stay safe they get directors that are new so that they can pay them less they i'm telling you look at these directors on some of these films you will see they did maybe one student film and because it's all connections because you're just having to hit all these boring markers because it is literally being that you are being hired by a studio to produce something just like um, a normal videographer would for a commercial. That is the level that a lot of these films are being made at. Okay, anyway, so real quick before I run out of time. When you're making a trailer, you, uh, the producer or the studio hires a company. These are outside companies that compete with one another. And a lot of directors do not have control over what is in the trailer. It is whomever the studio is paying for, the producer is paying for, or contacting with that's not always true there are some cases to where or a lot of cases to where directors are very 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 hands-on and how they do their trailers but don't ever assume that the trailer is being made by the director the editor of the film or personally by somebody it is always a marketing campaign it is always part of a campaign it is always part of what is going to sell the most that's why we talked about um that other when star wars came out there's going to be an intense trailer that's going to be a comedic trailer it's because you have to be able to sell to everybody so don't even trust the sanic trailer because we're not going to know if it's going to be good or not it's just we know that it looks and it might surprisingly not be that's about all we got right now by the way those those were curse words and i'm sorry i think i'm about to run out of time i wanted to talk about venom Let's start a petition to cut out the first part of Venom and only keep the part where uh, Eddie and Venom fall in love at the end. Also, can we get a romance? Can we just get a romance? Give the people what they want! <laughs>